Happy Monday, beautiful loves. This is your girl Monique, and thank you for tuning into a date with destiny podcast. And right now we're gonna I'm gonna share with you about five women from the Bible. Okay, continuing the woman um, of the Bible series. Alright, so it's right now I'm gonna cover five women. Let's discuss five women. From the Bible. Okay, the first one, I'm going to say the name. For, I'm going to actually spell the name first and then say it because a, a lot of these names, you know, it's kind of hard to pronounce. Um, so I'll spell it first and then I'm just going to say, and I hope you all are having a great Monday as well and that you enjoy. Um, hopefully, if you listen to the podcast um, right before this one, um, inspirational motivational Monday morning um, inspiration so I hope and pray that you were blessed um, if you had got a chance to tune in and listen to that episode right before this one so just be blessed as well all the females out there um, as we continue the women of the Bible series okay and men too okay to be encouraged all right so this is a uh, the first name is A B I S H A G. Okay, so um, Abishag. Okay, let's say Abishag. And so, First Kings, first one verses three says this: that then they searched throughout Israel for a beautiful girl and found Abishag, a Shunammite, and brought her to the king. And so. Abishag had an unusual, unusual job, all right, keeping the old and inform, infirm King David warm, okay, and not just by covering him with blankets. The comely Ash Abishag was expected to crawl into bed with the king. David's servant said to him, let her lie in thy bosom that my lord the king may get heat in first kings 1 verses 2 and that's exactly what happened as abishag ministered to david in a non-sexual way we have no biblical record of Abishag's feelings towards her job. Perhaps she was pleased to be chosen as the great king's personal body warmer. Maybe she found lying in bed with a with a dying 70-year-old man distasteful. Possibly her feelings shifted from day to day. Our feelings towards our own responsibilities at home, at church, at the office, whatever can rarely can fairly widely change you know but whatever we've been called to do we should do the best of our abilities as the apostle paul um, wrote to the church in corinth now it is required that those who have been um, given a trust must prove faithful according to first corinthians 4 and 2 and so whatever dream or um bad dream you know, whatever it is, um, listen, know that God has, you know, called you to this particular place and time. Um, do your best. We could just do our best. 
okay and if appropriate we pray for the chance to just you know move on to something else but um in the midst of whatever it is you know god will equip us god will strengthen us because probably that's what you know god wants us to do at that specific time you know we may not like it you know may don't understand why or whatever it may be but just know that god is with us and god is with you all the time okay and he will never he will never um leave your side all right so you just know that and so this uh next female i'm gonna spell it first a c s a h so axa will say um in judges 1 verses um 12 and 13 says and caleb said that i will give my daughter asta in marriage to the man who attacks and captures Kirar Sifar, Othanel son of Kinez, Caleb's younger brother took it, so Caleb gave his daughter Asa to him in marriage. So Caleb's declaration seems strange to us. How could he almost raffle off his daughter to the man who was successful in battle? But in Israel, a victory in battle could pay off the bride price, which was owed to the far, to the father before the marriage. So maybe the man who really wanted her got her through his bravery. And the man who won Aska, Asha would have been a good choice as a husband. Othaniel um, became the first major judge of Israel and the leader who freed the nation from subjection to Christian. Can't really pronounce this name. Um, Rishathim, king of Aram. Okay, could see that in Judges chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. You know, as part of her dowry, um, Aska received dry land in the Najiv and so she told her husband to ask Caleb for another field one that had springs and when Othaniel didn't do it Ashka had took on the task herself and got the land surely Caleb was a loving father being generous with his daughter what did Ashka think about this marriage we don't know sometimes you know brides were asked for their consent or perhaps Caleb saw this as a way to give her the man she wanted without asking money from his brother either way what a method what a method for finding a good man no woman today would think of it and so like Aska, like we may find romance in unexpected places but let's remember to let god do the choosing for us and no matter what the time or situation that we will be blessed after all, look at the husband of Aska got. And moving on to the next female, um, A-D-A-H, Ada. So in Genesis 4.19, Lamech married two women, one named Ada and the other Zillah. So Lamech, a man of Cain's line, um, became the first polygamist in Hebrew history, marrying both Ada and Zillah. 
and though it might have seemed fun for him what a wreck what a wreck it made for of the women's lives for centuries um, for though he was the first to do it he was hardly the last hebrew to think more wives were better from his example came a long history of marital confusion conflict and disobedience to god the bible describes ada and zillah's children but does not tell us how their mothers got along um, yet if hebrew family history is an example they probably didn't have a smooth life for god intentionally commanded that one man should marry one woman those who disobey god pay a price so uh, marital harmony probably wasn't a part of this tent hold Lamech's rebelliousness didn't limit itself to marriage he took vengeance by killing a man who wounded him like Cain he overreacted and failed to seek God's counsels from Ada's story we learn the importance of following God's laws following God and his laws you know what what must it have been like to live with this angry man and how could Ada share her husband with Zilla yet understand God's complete commitment to those who love him this quick picture of Ada's life teaches us to let God control our marital choices in him we'll experience the warm loving relationship where we're looking for apart from him we may feel distant you know feel um you know like we're out of the will of God you know not doing what God called us to do or be where he wants us to be or 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 you know with someone who he didn't you know put together for us to be with so that's what we can learn from that story and so moving along to let me spell this name A-H-I-N-O-A-M. So, Ahinom. Okay, so we'll just say Ahinom. Abigail went with David's messenger and became his wife. David had also married Ahinom of Jezreel, and they were both his wives. Nearly every time the Bible mentions Ahinom, David's other wife, Abigail, appears too. Though Ahinom um, was first to marry David, the wealthy Abigail seems to overshadow her. Ahinom didn't even come from an impressive city, for Jezreel was only a town in the hill country of Judah. Since her name means gracious, perhaps Ahinom never made trouble, but she had to feel slighted. When David and Abigail, you know, with David and Abigail, when they traveled to find protection among the Philistines so Saul could not destroy her husband, while David went to war at the Philistine king um, Ash's side, the Amalekites raided his home to Ziglag, capturing Ahinoam and Abigail. David return early to rescue the woman what a joyous moment it must have been for Ahanim you know to see her husband and his troops for she might otherwise have been a slave so after Saul died David became king of Judah 
and Ahinam bore his son Amnon. Amnon would grow up to dishonor his half-sister Tamar, but Ahinam may never have known that since she is not mentioned in the story. She may no longer have been living. Ahinam has only a small part in biblical history, though she was the wife of a king. She may have been quiet and faithful, uh, getting less press than David's other wives, like Ahinam, you know, could take a, a backseat, you know, or we or become resentful, needing front page attention to be satisfied. And the last person that we'll speak on today, the last female of the Bible for today is Anna. Okay, that's A-N-N-A, Anna. And so you find this in Luke chapter 2, verses 26 to 38. Letting us know that there was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanel of the tribe of Ashar. She was very old and she had lived with her husband 70 years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. And she never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying, coming up to them at the very moment. And she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem okay so this is all we know of Anna that you you just read the whole biblical account of her you know you just or you just heard the whole biblical account of her but is it enough to give a thumbnail sketch for her character and devotion to God well her name means gracious just like um, the, the female we just now spoke about. Her name means gracious as well. And, you know, grace seems to permeated her life. You know, um, she married, but after her husband died, she dedicated the rest of her life to God. And um, Anna's, um, her service, you know, of many years at, at the age of 84, this widow, um, was still constantly in the temple that she may have lived within the temple confines or perhaps lived nearby and simply spent most of her time at church certainly her fellow jews would have honored her for remaining single and dedicating her life to the devotion to her lord um, as a prophetess anna held a position of honor Clearly, God spoke to her as she remained in the temple, worshiping, fasting, and praying. And it is any wonder that when the Messiah first entered the temple, that she walked in on him and his presence. She walked in on him and his parents. And surely, God led her there to be blessed by the sight of the one who had long hope for everyone was waiting for the messiah to come to return immediately recognizing jesus she thanked her she thanked her heavenly father and spread the good news spreading the news to others everywhere like anna do we need to remain single and live in the church hardly but whether we are married or single we need to ask if we share her single-hearted devotion to God as our spirit so 
tuned to his voice and what we that what we hear and obey his call in our lives and when his spirit whispers to us is that still small voice you know drowned out by the cares of this world you know or we just you know to just tune into that voice and 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 um forget about all distractions whatever what's going on you know when we share Anna's ability to obey will discover how gracious God has been to us. His spiritual blessings will pour out all over in our lives as well as it did for Anna. And this, my beautiful loves, concludes um, today's, um, if you want to call it like Bible study, Woman of the Bible. All right. And we will pick it back up on next time as I cover Um, some more females from the Bible. All right. So I hope you are all blessed and encouraged right now in your soul and get to pick, you know, something out of each of these women's lives that we said today, you know, just to learn something, you know, from, from them. Okay. And, um, or, um, how we could, you know, try to avoid whatever certain situations, you know, but just all, just know that God is faithful. He is able and he is with each and every one of us. Okay. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is a true faithful friend indeed. And just know that you have the victory in whatever situation you go through the day, go through the week, knowing that you have the victory okay and that you were created to be the woman okay that god has created you to be a woman of purpose just know that all right that you are a woman of purpose all right and you just continue to walk in that purpose every day by faith okay all right know that um i love you but jesus loves you more and stay blessed Stay uplifted, stay healthy, peace, love, and blessings. Okay, this is your girl Monique signing off. Catch you back next time. Love ya.